0: A fairly significant development in the Israel uh, war versus Hamas taking place in the Gaza Strip, and it has to do with the uh, Al Shifa Hospital. And as you've heard, you know the the, the claim had been all along that uh, Hamas terrorists operate within civilian infrastructure, behind it basically, wearing as human shields, mosques and hospitals and schools. And uh, there had been some evidence shown of that previously. uh, But, you know, the Israelis have been coming under a lot of international pressure for uh, basically attacking against invading, you know, going into a hospital and, you know, bombings that affected hospitals and all of this. Uh, Always keep in mind in the backdrop that Hamas lies about everything all the time. If they're talking, it's a lie. And that means that, for example, death figures are inflated. Claims about what they are or are not doing is wrong. Remember the original uh, claimed that Israel had attacked a hospital, and it turned out to actually be a rocket from not even Hamas, but from um uh, what is it—an ISIS faction or something like that, as I recall—some you know other form of jihadi operating in the area with a rocket that went awry. So again, and and that's that story went all the way around the world before Israel even had a chance to say, "Wait, whoa, what, what?" <laughs> you know. And as we try to tell you, like, there's a just logic. Always use your logic. If Israel if Israel is doing what Hamas says, you know, they're deliberately attacking a uh, hospital to kill civilians. What possible gain would Israel have to do that? I mean, they know they're going to get criticized. They know the international community is being up in arms over them. They know that their one like saving grace on the world stage is that they can claim that they're operating better than the terrorists. Cause that's what terrorists would do is attack a hospital. Right. And so the uh, pro Hamas folks Or also the pro-Palestinian folks, which are not the same, but, you know, they work together a lot, um, will say that this is a genocide, this is Israel doing what it always does, being evil and wicked and horrible. Okay, so Israel knows that, and they know they don't want to fall prey to that public relations nonsense. So they're going to deliberately go and bomb or destroy or invade a hospital? I mean, common sense. Common sense says they wouldn't do that because they know it's a stupid thing for them to do right? And yet there they are, <laughs> you know, invading a hospital. Well, it could be because they know, or at least they believe, that there's going to be a lot of stuff to be found under there that's going to prove the point, that's going to vindicate their cause and show that Hamas is the evil, terrible, awful people that everybody is supposed to know they are, but sometimes people have forgotten. And remember, by the way, you know, this is an interesting thing where Israel is getting support in the United States from the left and the right. It's, And then you got this weird third faction of people who are somehow confused about who Hamas is. And it's amazing to watch. Like, you really genuinely wonder, how can people be so wrong, so misguided? But okay, so, for example, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House.
1: Let
2: me be very clear.
1: The United States stands unequivocally with our neighbor, our friend, our ally Israel.
0: And Hakeem Jeffries, the guy that would have been Speaker of the House if only he'd get like five more votes 20 times.
3: Hamas wants to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. So let
4: me be clear, we will never
0: let that happen. Good, right. So that's the leader of the Democrats in the House and the leader of the Republicans in the House basically saying the exact same thing. It's rare that we find times of such unity of message, right? Okay, so Israel is going in, they go into Al-Shiva Hospital, and you've seen some of the video, some of the pictures. Um, This is Claudio Lavanga from NBC doing a pretty good report this morning, and I think he's raising all the right concerns about this.
2: Well, the video shows several rifles with ammunition, grenades, a gun, a bulletproof uh, vest, and some uh, Hamas uniforms. The Israeli soldiers say they found inside, concealed inside um, the hospital, even behind an MRI scan uh, machine. NBC News has not been able to uh, verify the video, as you mentioned, but at least to the IDF, the Israeli forces. That is proof that uh, Al-Shifa Hospital has been used, at least until recently, uh, by Hamas as an operational uh, center. And that will justify the fact that they targeted targeted a hospital uh, during the war. But at least by the look of it, at least until now, it doesn't look like that uh, major terrorist headquarters Israel has described until a few days ago. For instance, uh, there was no sign, until now, uh, of the 200 Hamas fighters uh, or the tunnels or the command center that Israel said was going to be inside or under uh, Al-Shifa hospital.
0: And this is a this is an observation that even folks in Israel are making. Is you know we thought we were going to find this giant hive of Hamas fighters, all these weapons. It was going to be the you know the smoking gun evidence of everything Israel has been saying. Even though we already know what they've been saying is true, confirmed both by um, outside sources. I mean, not this particular, but in general, this is what Hamas does. And you know, U.S. sources had come out. U.S. intelligence sources had come out and said that they you know they were in agreement with the Israeli assessment. So they go into the hospital and don't find as much, at least not yet, of what they're hoping to find. And that looks bad for Israel because it looks like, I mean, yeah, you found a few bags of rifles and some grenades and some other things, but nothing like the giant cache of weapons or tunnels or command and control infrastructure and computers and communications technology that maybe you would have expected to see. Okay. I mean it's not normal really. I mean imagine going into like West Florida, you know, Florida West Hospital and um, uh, and just finding a bunch of bags of guns and grenades and stuff and you know, <laughs> I mean you, you know, that's not normal, okay? It's definitely evidence that there was something going on, but not the something going on as this on the scale that we were sort of led to believe that Israel was expecting. So what do you take away from that? Well, it's not a success in the sense that Israel was sort of hoping to be able to show to the world, see? See? But then again, uh, Hamas has been saying that Israel has been lying about this. And now they're lying. I mean, of course, you know, everything they say about Israel, Israel lies about everything. But let me ask you this question. If you're Israel, and you're trying to fabricate a claim of the Hamas leadership operating inside of a hospital, would your evidence be a couple of bags of guns and some grenades? And, you know, if you're trying to, like, Lie to prove to the world that what Hamas is doing is what you've said they've been doing, you wouldn't do it like this. You would bring in a whole bunch of stuff. You know, you bring in pallets of rock. I mean, you'd try to smuggle in as much stuff as you could to be like, do you see? So weirdly, the fact that they're not showing what you would expect if they were lying about it is a kind of vindication that even though it's not the giant, at least not yet... Evidence that maybe they had been hoping for or that the world had been looking to confirm with, but at least you know it's honest. At least you know that what they're showing, because it's a little bit embarrassing. And that at least vindicates that what they're showing you is real. And when Hamas says they're lying, then again, Hamas is lying because they lie about everything. So sometimes you just kind of have to think for that second or third level about something before you jump to a conclusion. Now again you know does that validate the offensive done against the hospital no, not yet I mean not fully not really but that's not the only consideration to be asked about here six seventeen on news radio ninety two three Jake's got traffic for us Jake
1: okay on the on ramp to i ten from Davis Highway if you're going i ten westbound that left lane is blocked on the ramp uh, a car has slid off the road there. Uh, crews just arrived so just use caution in that area if you're trying to get onto i-10 uh, 98 through gulf breeze navarra Wenhaven is looking good i-10 and i-110 except for uh, the davis ramp is looking is looking good um, 90 through milton and pace is flowing and highway 29 and cantonment no issues yet uh, if you have any traffic info to report text 437 news radio 923 informative local dependable
0: thanks so much jake and you know as people are texting at 4371620, keep in mind that you know perhaps hamas cleared stuff out perhaps they just haven't found it yet i mean the, the even if this turns out to be all there is inside that hospital it certainly doesn't tell you anything definitive about the overall strategy of hamas or whether this might not be true of other places right i mean you know sometimes you get intelligence wrong so anyway just a lot more to be said about this than the the superficial gloss that i think is being carried in you know most outlets as they talk about this story 4 3, 7, 16 3, 7, 16 20 if you, um, if you have a company and you have employees and you have to manage benefits, you have to manage HR and payroll and health insurance and dental and vision and life, and you enjoy it, I mean, like, you know, on a day-to-day, fixing IT problems or repairing cars or building houses is, like, fine, but what you really start to salivate over is looking at insurance benefit alternatives. Well, you're probably in the wrong line of work, okay? And you're weird, and that's fine. You know, we love weird. Weird is good. But still, you know, if that's you, great, great. But if you want somebody else to maybe do that for you because you don't love that stuff and you didn't get into business to do that stuff and you're not good at it and you don't like it, and maybe you want to find out if your employees could do better using somebody else's or different plans, that's why you call Torgerson Causey. Have them come in, look at what you're doing, and for no obligation, they'll say, oh, we can do this better or we can give you these choices because I know we did it here about seven years ago. News Radio and Cat Country, they came in and they said, we can do this and this and this, and we're like, Really? cool. <laughs> you know, and then we have great customer service from them. Reed and Todd are fantastic. And, um, honestly we couldn't be happier and we didn't know that it was possible to be this easy anyway. So if you got a business, you want a little bit of help in this regard, 433-9996 for Torgerson Causey or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com.
2: The Volkswagen Signed-In Drive event returns to Feedmore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero do do-it signing, zero security deposit, and zero first-month payment, you can lease the 2024 VW Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Feedmore Imports today. And as the year comes to a close, enjoy even more savings when you purchase the 2023 Jetta SE. Now from 26,536, the 2023 Taos from 25,281 are the 2023 Tiguan S, now on sale from 28546 So whether you sign and drive a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan House, or enjoy end of year savings on select 2023 models, Peakmore has the VW for you to drive on today. Peakmore Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Title license options to dealer for highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit first month payment up to nine hundred dollars. Offer ends January second, twenty twenty four. See for details.
5: Hey, Pensacola, Dave Ramsey here. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Gulf Coast Air Care. They've been trusted members of your community for over twenty five years owner Todd St. Ores and his team focus on the indoor air quality side of HVAC for the people who want comfortable, healthy, and energy-efficient homes and workplaces. Gulf Coast Air Care can help you with dusty, moldy, or leaky duct systems, hot or cold rooms, and odors and humidity issues. They test for duct leaks and they do the repairs. If you need duct cleaning, duct repairs, or air filtration, you should call them today. Remember what Todd always says, if you don't have a good air filter you are one call gulf coast air care today at 850-934-2768 or visit them online at gulfcoastaircare.com that's 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com
6: elevate your
3: brand with custom engraved gifts and products from prim and proper your clear choice for all brand and product needs Locally owned and trusted, Prim and Proper offers custom engravings for promotional and gift items for your business. They also have so many unique gifts to choose from, including engraved drinkware, cutting boards, tumblers, water bottles, slate decor, and more to inspire you the moment you walk through the door. They're also the only local retailer for Sandhopper electric beach carts. Primandproper.com for more. That's prim-i-n-proper.com.
7: Hi, this is Terrence A. Gross. Did you know that Florida recently passed a major tort reform package? The legislature reduced Florida's general injury statute limitations from four years to two years. They limited attorney's fees and homeowner's lawsuits, which could adversely affect homeowners. For any injury claim, call me, Terrence A. Gross, at 850-434-3333 or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com. The holidays
3: are coming, and Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli is ready to take your pre-orders for Thanksgiving. They'll offer pre-order party trays, smoked prime rib, and smoked turkeys, dessert, and holiday trays all ready to go. At Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli, you'll find the best steak cuts to exotic meats, wagyu, briskets, pork, and so much more. Costello's has gift baskets and gift cards available for purchase. So stop into Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli today for your holiday orders, and don't forget, it's a great place to meet up and wine all you want.
5: Jeep
2: climbing. Picked off! He brought it down with one hand! Johnson goes down! Sack! This is your home for FSU football.
3: Watch deep downfield. Punch! Oh, touchdown! F.S.U. Rolling to his left, they're going to throw. End zone. Picked off! Game
2: yeah. over! Catch live coverage of the Seminoles all season long right here on your home for Florida State football. Listen to FSU football on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Brought to you by Pensacola Hardware.
3: All the big national news in a conversation with Markley, Van Camp and Robbins from 11 till 2 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable But then they switched from the swing line to the Boston Stapler, but I kept my swing line stapler.
0: ping and um, it, you know one of the questions that people have been asking about the uh, a lot of this stuff is like the San Francisco cleanup effort you know, like in one day they turned San Francisco from the uh, the pigsty of American homelessness into uh, well a place the Chinese could be proud of <laughs> you know because like which is what they always do like for the Olympics look at the bright and shiny wonderful things you know let's tour people in North Korea and show them all everything's great here nothing to see what do you mean those fruit are fake I mean come on you know that kind of thing so what we did is we cleaned up San Francisco to impress the Chinese could just clean up the San Francisco, clean up San Francisco to clean up San Francisco, but you know whatever. Um, so you know that's just an aside. Uh, then Biden gets asked. I guess he's supposed to do a press conference where he's actually going to take questions. We'll see. He got shuffled out of the you know the the media got shuffled out of the uh, the thing yesterday pretty quickly. But he got asked the question at some point. Um, so is Xi Jinping a dictator? You ready? This is going to disappoint you. I'm telling you in advance, it's going to disappoint you. But it is kind of weird. Here, here's his answer.
4: Well, look, he is. I mean, he's a dictator in the sense that he, he is a guy who runs a country that is a communist country that's based on a form of government
0: totally different than ours. So, yeah, I mean, he's a dictator. But, I mean, just because he runs a country in a way that's totally different from ours, I mean, that's all it is. He's cool. It's just, he's I mean, cool, just, man. Just a different kind of dictator, you know? Just a <laughs> uh, you know, dictator light. I mean, no big deal. You know, whatever. Um, they just do things a little bit differently here in China, you know, where they repress human rights and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a dictator. Yeah, yeah. But you know it, that's not what you think it is. You know, open your eyes a little bit. Uh, Six twenty-six on News Radio ninety-two-three. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the files. Jake. All
1: right. The on-ramp to I ten westbound from Davis Highway. Uh, the left lane is blocked there from an accident. A uh, car slid off the road there on that on that ramp. So the, the left lane is blocked on the uh, the westbound ramp to I-10 from Davis Highway. 98 is looking clear in Navarre and Gulf Breeze. I-10 and I-110 other than that that ramp is looking good. Uh, 90 through Milton and Pace is flowing. And Highway 29 in Cantonment, north and south, uh, we're checking in clear this morning. If you have any traffic info to report, see anything slowing you down, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
0: Thanks so much, Jake. we got David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The
7: House Ethics Committee says they will not be calling for the expulsion of the always controversial New York Congressman George Santos. Committee Chairman Michael Guest says the uh, panel's report, which might be released as soon as today, will not make any recommendations on Santos's fate. Uh, Voting by United Auto Workers union members on tentative contract agreements with the big three Detroit automakers will end today. Ford and Stellantis workers are expected to approve their deal, but uh, there's some speculation General Motors workers may not and the U.S. Postal Service says they're down six and a half billion dollars this year. They'd been hoping for a financial turnaround uh, and they predicted they could break even this year. But uh, now Postmaster Louis DeJoy says uh, increasing inflation has uh, has driven their operating costs up. And uh, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big operating uh, budget issue there.
0: All right. Very good, David. Thank you so much for the update. Somebody texted in. It's our very own Potemkin Village in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I have nothing to add. You're not wrong. Uh, 628 on News Radio 92 3. Um, oh, um, in what can only be described as a, um, you know, a bold strategy, Cotton, let's see how it works for him. Uh, Nico Steakhouse is now blaming the victims of the meth poisoning. <laughs> Just, you know, Um, so they're suing, right? The people who got sick on meth uh, at that one time they went to the steakhouse. It's now closed. Um, They're suing, you know, for strict liability, breach of implied warranty, negligent failure to warn and negligence. And uh, the defense team there, again, you know, bold strategy is saying it's the plaintiff's fault. um, That the plaintiffs conducted themselves in a careless and negligent manner in. Eating the food not properly inspecting it for methamphetamines you know <laughs> improper hibachi I, I, I don't know what the now, now the challenge in this case i mean wow <laughs> um so the challenge in this case is of course that the Santa Rosa county sheriff's office could never quite establish what happened so they couldn't really prove it there wasn't the video available and uh, you know the accounts were kind of varying and so um You just don't think that um, a whole party of people go to one place to eat and then later on they all wind up in the hospital for meth poisoning and it's probably their fault. I mean, like, but anyway, so the follow-up to this, the other part of this, and um, (laughs) the steakhouse, the reporting here uh, was from the PNJ, Ben Johnson, uh, but the steakhouse has now posted on social media, not just now, but they had posted, that the reason they had to close was because of the harassment on social media And that they were brutally harassed by various media outlets as local journalists called their business and home seeking comment, which, of course, is kind of standard thing that you do. Um, And so it's the client's fault that they got poisoned and it's the media's fault that they had to go out of business. Um, It could be that there was an international look, I've had a lot of grace for these folks. We even went to eat there after this happened before they closed. Um, But, you know, this was an international news story. That could have something to do with it, that people don't want to go to a place where, you know, the clients went to the hospital. Or meth
5: Fox News, I'm
3: Gianna Gelosi. Congress giving final approval Wednesday night for a temporary government funding
0: package.
4: On this vote, The yeas are 87, the nays are 11.
0: The Senate passing the bill, sending it to President Biden for a signature. The president met Wednesday with Chinese President Xi in San Francisco with agreements on military communications, AI, and curbing fentanyl.
4: We're taking action to significantly reduce the flow of precursor chemicals and pill presses from China to the Western Hemisphere. It's going to save lives, and I appreciate President Xi's commitment on this issue
0: president biden also speaking on the israel hamas war
4: but well, i can tell you i don't think it ultimately ends until there's a two-state solution i made it clear to the israelis i think it's a big mistake to, for them to think they're going to occupy gaza
3: america's listening to fox
5: news
7: 631 at News Radio. Good morning. I'm David Wayne. 61 degrees. It is mostly cloudy so far this morning. The executive director of Pensacola's lead agency on homelessness has now suddenly resigned.
3: According to a news release from Opening Doors Northwest Florida, John Johnson resigned, effective immediately, citing health and family considerations. Back in September, Opening Doors Northwest Florida started the process of creating a governance board, which was one of the suggestions that federal homeless expert Joe Savage made to local leaders in the summer. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves and Escambia County Administrator Wes Marino wrote a letter to Johnson at the time, which included a list of suggested names to be considered. Johnson seemed to take issue, telling the p he was disturbed by the, quote, pressure and bullying that is coming out of local government. Joe Ford, News Radio ninety
7: Thank you very much, Joe. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says no matter where you work, wages will always be one of the chief complaints among employees. But he says the city, in the city's case, the numbers back up the complaints. It's one thing to complain about it; it's another when the data suggests it. And uh, so we are working on uh, a citywide pay reform that will take place in the first quarter of two thousand twenty-four. The largest single uh, investment focused mo- mainly on the folks that are making the least amount of money within our city. Shortly after Reeves took office, the city did a pay study that showed employees were in the 20th percentile among municipalities. Reeves says firefighters making $12 an hour and longtime city employees making 15 to 16 just isn't sustainable to keep and retain talent. ECUA customers may want to watch their water usage for the next few months as it's that time of year where ECUA averages out your sewer use for billing year-round.
0: We uh, recognize
4: that, not, that during some times of the year, not all of the water that's consumed uh, from your tap actually makes it back to the sewer system. And our way of billing for sewer is uh, having some kind of um, measurement of, of what goes into the sewer.
7: ECUA Executive Director Bruce Woody and he says they average your water use from mid-November through early February to determine your sewer charges year-round. He says they do this because during the warmer months, uh, a lot of the water you use may not actually be going back into the sewers. School school recesses are now a, a subject of debate in the state legislature. Lawmakers yesterday discussed a bill that would change laws covering school recess. Right now, elementary schools are required to offer 20 straight minutes per day of recess, but a bill that's before a Senate committee would change that to 100 minutes per week. That would allow school districts to structure their recess time as they like. Some parents fear that change could lead to smaller breaks throughout the day instead of giving kids that longer break where they can go play. And Florida Senator Rick Scott is not a big fan of President Joe Biden meeting up with Chinese President Xi Jinping this week. The two leaders, of course, met in San Francisco yesterday. Biden said he wanted to normalize communications, work together to crack down on the flow of fentanyl into the U.S.
1: China wants to be the dominant player and the dictator of the world. So whether it's, it's what we do, what China and America does in space... Um, whether it's what it's it's you know it's expansion to places like the moon china wants to control everything and dictate all the rules
7: and scott is also wanting all u.s citizens to avoid made in china products it's 6:35 at news radio let's get a look at our traffic on the fives jake what are you seeing
1: all right. Well, the off the on ramp to I-10 westbound uh, from Davis Highway. The left lane is blocked from an earlier accident. A car slid off the road on that. So uh, if you're headed uh, to I-10 westbound from Davis, uh, just know that crews are going to be on the scene there, and that left lane is blocked on the on ramp. Um, no slowdowns on Cervantes Bayfront Parkways. Looking good so far. Avalon Boulevard is clear through Garson Point Bridge. Um, let me see here. No slowdowns reported on Gulf Breeze Parkway, east or westbound. So 98 is looking good also. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437 1620 News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. We will have a much nicer day today with a small chance of rain in the morning. As we head into the afternoon, mostly cloudy skies, high near 68 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 60 degrees. For our Friday, partly cloudy skies, high near 72. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 60 degrees. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Right
7: now it is 61 degrees, partly cloudy in Pensacola, 62 in Gulf Breeze, 61 in Milton. Our next news at 7 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923.
6: I'm Jennifer Kashenko with Your Money Now. Majority of workers at GM's largest US factory have voted in favor of a tentative contract with the UAW. Increasing the deal's chances for approval as a tight vote enters its final hours. Workers at GM's factory in Arlington, Texas, which makes large SUVs, voted yes by more than 60%. That victory broke through a round of rejections over recent days at major GM factories in Tennessee, Missouri, and Michigan. As of yesterday afternoon, 54% of members had supported the deal with most facilities having reported their final results. The union needs a majority of workers to vote yes for the contract to be ratified. The average price of diesel gasoline continues to drop the national average for a gallon of diesel this week fell seven cents to 429 last week the price dropped by nine cents a gallon the week before 10 cents prices had jumped between july and september on wall street futures pointing to a little changed open after stocks closed higher yesterday that's your money now
1: My name is Giorgio Setis. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Nutrafol. My hair started thinning in my early 20s. I took a pharmaceutical drug, but unfortunately I suffered from sexual dysfunction. Having to choose between my hair and my health was not really a fair choice. So we created Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the
3: number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com men. That's nutrafo lcom men.
7: A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities. The ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer
6: Association.
7: So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at AndersonSubaru.com subaru.com.
6: Anderson's got a Subaru for
2: you. $250 donation for
3: new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or andersonsubaru.com share for details. Things keep getting bigger and better at Daryl Sewing of Pensacola. Daryl Sewing is the largest sewing machine dealer in the Pensacola area, offering a variety of sewing machines, sergers, and embroidery systems, plus a large selection of sewing machine furniture, craft supplies, and fabrics. Financing is available, too. Call them today, 850-438-5444. Daryl Sewing, located at 6705 North Davis Highway between Creighton and Burgess. Online at sewinginpensacola.com. War breaks up between Israel and Hamas. Starting with our top 3 stories today, the latest in Israel is Hamas released two hostages. A Milton couple who was in Israel when the Hamas attacks began has arrived back home safely.
7: So when we leaving- Governor DeSantis says it's important to stand with Israel. Most of the
3: deaths of our
1: own servicemen. Members- we're pursuing every avenue to bring their loved ones home.
0: I got to give the president credit for
3: keeping you informed with a local emphasis. Yeah. News Radio 923.
6: 923. Informative local. Tendible.
0: Six forty one here on News Radio ninety two three informative local dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. West Moreno. He is the county administrator for Escambia County, and by pretty much universal, uh, uh, you know, not maybe not universal, but uh, very widespread, uh, has been doing a very good job since he's been in, in the position. Even though he didn't want it in the beginning. Uh, West Moreno, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning, Andrew. It's great to be here. Good morning. Good to have you as well. Um, I got a couple of questions and notes from EMS that are interesting. One is that uh, according to the weekly uh, director's report, um, they uh, EMS has made ten offers of employment for full and part-time EMTs and paramedics. That's going to close out all the available openings. We'll be fully staffed based on current position roster. But and there's a note in here. However, not adequately staffed to maintain total call volume so yes up to full staff for the positions that are available but still we really need to have more positions in order to be fuller staff would you is that is that accurate is that the assessment
4: uh, yeah and so you know we've added uh 18 new positions there at ems in an effort to make improvements that's eight new emts eight new paramedics and so we've hired up to uh we've hired eight of those folks, four MTs, four paramedics. And then after January, we'll hire four more MTs and four more paramedics. And we're also looking to get uh, – we're, we're tracking our ambulances. We're hoping they get here before the end of de- December. I'd like to have them here now. But that will give us staff when the new trucks get here, the ambulances get here, we'll be ready to roll. And, uh, but yeah, we've made we've made, you know, we made a lot of headway. I mean, when I come into this, we had 21 vacancies or 20-something-plus vacancies there in EMS. And so uh, we've work, been working hard. We've raised wages to be able to hire folks and retain folks. And uh, we, you know, we're paying for paramedic certifications. You come on with the NT. We'll pay for your certification to be a paramedic. We've done a lot of things over there and uh, we've, we've make, we're making headway. We're not there yet, but we're making headway.
0: When, when I look at the calls holding reports, um, it, I keep hoping Because I want to believe that we're making progress. Like you say, it keeps feeling like they look about the same. You know, there's a few days a week where we have no held calls. And then we have a few days a week where we have held calls. And, you know, I understand that not everything about that is within your control. But it's still if if these are the parameters, you know, what can we do if we're going to get new trucks in and we're going to have new hires coming on board? when will we know whether what we're doing is really showing a difference and how will we know And unless you disagree with me, my assessment of where we're at now.
4: Well, I mean, we're going to keep tracking the, the, the data. I mean, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Um, we have, I mean, I don't know any other way to do it, but to track the data. And so that's what I'll continue to do. And, I, you know, we're, well, I, I'm not going to be uh Pollyanna and tell you, we're never going to have, uh, calls held. I mean, I think we'll always have some held calls. I think what we want to do is minimize the number of, uh, uh, you know, the the more serious calls that we get, the heart attacks, the strokes, the right. you know, I can't breathe type things. Those are the, those are the calls that, that we don't – calls. We don't want any held calls in that arena. And so that's that's what I will track, and that's what we will track there in the EMS.
0: Yeah, and that's definitely one of the things I would I would love to see maybe a little bit more of a split on is held alphas and bravos versus held you know held uh, deco, uh, deltas and epsilon. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that that would give me a better sense of cause held doesn't necessarily mean much. If it's serious, it's a big deal. If it's not the serious, maybe it's not as much of a deal. Uh one last or maybe two last things on EMS though. Um, you know, the the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. You ordered these new trucks, you got new trucks coming in. Yay, we're excited. And then lo and behold, uh, two weeks ago, we had not one, but two ambulances got rear-ended at like 45 and 60 miles an hour, mm-hmm. sitting in the side of the road with the lights flashing and they got rear-ended, right?
4: Yeah. I, unfortunately, that happens more, probably happens more than you would think. Okay. Uh, I, it, I don't know what it is. The uh, You see the lights, you see things going on, and... I, so I guess I do not get on the phones or what they're doing, but we have we have had some ambulances. Uh, not 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 of their own fault, but we've had some be involved in accidents, and uh, we had one going down going down 110, and uh, they all just merged right over into them for whatever <laughs> reason. Uh, you know, of course. What do you do with that, you know? What do you do with that? So it, 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 it is a thing. It's not just ambulances. We have I mean, animal control trucks. We have public, public works trucks. Uh, you would think people could see a, 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 big, a big vehicle, but for whatever reason, they don't.
0: And there's a, there's another story that I saw in the weekly report that, um, again, it's just to me this is more of a highlighting the challenges that EMS faces uh, that are not always so obvious. But uh, I guess they had a combative patient. Who was so much trouble that damaged the inside of the ambulance? You know, you think about getting hit from the outside, and then now this person's damaging the interior. I'm sure needing repairs, and has to be arrested because they're combative on the inside of the ambulance.
4: Yep, that's exactly right. Um, you know, these, these folks are first responders. They face they, they a lot. Yeah, they they really do, uh, with the amount of drugs and mess and sitting all on the streets and uh, just things that you never know what you're going to roll up on. And, you know, you're trying to help somebody and they're not in the, the right state of mind. And that's what
0: happens. And I, you know, this is one of these things where, you know, I, I know you go out of your way to give praise to the, uh, the folks who do the work that are the frontline responders and they are fantastic. Uh, I, you know, even though you and I talk quite a bit about you know challenges, I also want people to understand that <laughs> there are challenges imposed on EMS by a variety of circumstances that aren't necessarily in their control as well. Uh, we're talking to Wes Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator. Wes, hang on for just a second. Uh, let's get Jake in here with Traffic on the Fives.
1: If you're headed down Davis Highway going towards I-10, uh, the ramp for I-10 westbound, the left lane is blocked there. Crews are on the scene. A car slid off the road earlier this morning, so that's going to be a slowdown there. Uh, Longleaf Drive, Mobile highway pine forest road uh, north blue angel all looking good highway 90 is clear through milton and pace and uh, highway 98 through gulf breeze navarre and windhaven all flowing smoothly this traffic report is brought to you by discover introducing discover cash back debit a game changing checking account with cash back eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit discover bank member fdic if you have traffic tips, 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
0: Thanks so much, Jake. Back to West Mariner, the Escambia County Administrator. Um, Wes, one of the uh, things, I, I'm very supportive of this ordinance that, um, you know, the Escambia County Sheriff's Office and your legal department has kind of put together, um, you know, working with Allison or whoever's. I don't know if she's the one working on it, but in the legal department, uh, for the median occupation, interference with traffic, panhandling, all of that kind of stuff. I have a weird question, and I know you'll have an answer for me because I know you think about this stuff too, but um, when I was coming down the off-ramp from I-110 to Davis Highway the other day, and there was somebody standing there in the median right right in the middle of everything, I looked at it and I realized, well, that median is not six feet across. It's a triangle. It's In some places, it's like two inches across. And in some places, it looks like it's about 15 feet across. And I'm just, I just want to make sure that when we put this into place, they're going to really have the ability to enforce it and it's really going to work the way we're hoping it is.
4: Yeah, uh, I think more importantly is uh, the action of the individual that's there at the intersection or there on the sidewalk. You know, number one, are they in the road bed? That's the first issue. And the second issue is what, are, what is their action? What is their behaviors? Uh, are they just standing there quietly holding the sign? which if somebody, probably nobody will mess with them, but if they're standing there flipping people off, they're being belligerent to, to folks as they're pulled up at the intersection and they making gestures or they're screaming and hollering at them, those sorts of things, I think that will, that behavior will absolutely be addressed. I believe the sheriff will absolutely enforce that ordinance with the best visibility uh, for those types of behaviors at intersections.
0: And and, and, uh, and not and not because there's a legal distinction between holding a sign or yelling a profanity, but because one interferes with traffic, the other does not.
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's an interference of the of the traffic, and you know you, we've all seen it at the intersections. I've seen, I saw a, you know, a few weeks ago, I saw a guy sitting on a bucket <laughs> pretending to read a book. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was reading the book or sleeping, but but anyway, he had a book open. You know, hey, he's not bothering anybody. And uh, but then I've seen some, and you see them where they're walking in the roadbed, they're making hand gestures, they're hollering at folks that don't give them attention, and and a variety of things that they do. And those are the, those those are the behaviors that that we want to go after right there.
0: Well, like I said, I am uh, I am looking forward to the conversation. The ordinance is going to be uh, talked about in December, and I know I think everybody is looking for us to see if we can't find a solution to this problem. Uh, one of the other things, and this is more of a, a good news note, um, and I apologize, I don't know a lot of the details. I probably have reported on it and forgotten them, but uh, the commissioners at one of the recent meetings were talking quite a bit about the Cadet Academy for EMT and fire. Um, I believe both, right? Is that right? We operate a, a, an academy for both? Mm-hmm, that's right. How how much has that produced for us in terms of recruitment or development of quite staff? A bit.
4: Quite quite a bit. Quite a bit. Uh fire, you know, their their staffing levels have improved drastically in the of course E M S, you know, you can come into the MS uh mainly as E M T, but you can't come in as a paramedic, but you come in as as M T and you know we'll we'll put you through the the paramedic uh, academy. It, we, and we do that same thing with corrections. We do the same thing with corrections. And we're doing the same thing in public works. Uh, we'll take folks in as an as, uh, entry-level equipment operator, and we'll send them to Pensacola State College uh, CDL, Commercial Driver's License Academy, and they'll come out with a Class A Commercial Driver's License. You have a career for life at that point.
0: Yeah, no, it's and, uh, it's, so it's working
4: well.
0: It's, and, it's and working then the well other... for us across and then, and then you and I, God again, I'm sorry, I forget, but you and I talked maybe a week or two ago about the program to um, in Brownsville to you know get some kids exposed to some possible career choices that were you know uh, like maintenance and service and construction and that kind of stuff. Did that that happen? And then how did it turn out? Do You know,
4: it, it's well, it's moving forward. Yeah, it's moving forward, uh, uh, block by block.
0: Uh, That's
4: program's right. Program's what we're calling it, but yeah, it's moving forward, and uh, we got 25 to 30 folks enrolled oh, great. And, uh, so they'll be going they'll be going through that academy and they'll come out with a certification to be able to you know go out and, and get a job
0: and that's being offered if i recall yeah. at, at county cost right the county is providing that at no cost to them Yep, yeah,
4: that's absolutely correct yep
0: well considering all the things we try to do to create workforce and get people into you know productive lives i mean I, I'll t- at 25 to 30 may not seem like a lot but to me at 25 to 30 they aren't doing other things they shouldn't be doing right
4: Absolutely, that's the whole goal of the program.
0: Outstanding. Uh, well, next week you'll be off. Of course, it is Thanksgiving. So uh, again, let me reiterate. I always appreciate the time. I appreciate the work that you've been doing in a job that, in the beginning, you didn't necessarily want, and now you've kind of embraced a little bit more. And I like to see that. Uh, but Wes will talk to you again in two weeks. Wes Moreno is the Escambia County Administrator, sir. Thank you so much for the work and for the time. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Andrew. We'll see you. Next. Absolutely. Six fifty-three on News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay.
3: Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 10 a.m. Key Marine Center is sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. It's a dream team, so join them tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
6: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620.
5: Why is Beret
3: Jewelers the best place to buy an engagement ring? Come in and see our selection. I promise you, we have more diamond engagement rings than you'll see anywhere in the Panhandle of Florida. But it's what you do for people that they don't expect, that they remember. The little things that we do, we want to deliver special experiences for you at Beret. We love doing what we do and we love making people happy. We want every person that walks into the store to feel like you're part of our family. I want everybody to have an amazing experience at Beret Jewelers.
4: Fall is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's fertilizing the lawn, pruning, planting shrubs, and of course, winter vegetables. This is Mike Quiggins. If you've got fall gardening questions, we've got the answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Channel. And if you miss us on Tuesday, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9.
7: Presented by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Warren's Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. News Radio
3: Pensacola. He's on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable.
0: Average for gasoline gas three thirty four. Florida averages three ten. Uh, Mississippi has three eighty two, and California has five zero three. And Navarre three two seventy eight, east and west at the Walmart uh, two seventy seven for the Garson Point Bridge two ninety nine at the Exxon in proper two seventy nine in Milton at the Raceway two seventy eight at the P Ridge and uh, the Murphy and P Ridge, and then two seventy nine going through pace at a couple of stations two seventy five on nine mile at the Walmart two seventy seven at the Raceway in North Davis two seventy five at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US twenty nine coming in from the southwest side. Um, you want the one that's 335? I kid you not. No, you 277 at the Murphy on Navy Boulevard. These gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest outdoor price on your next new Volkswagen, PeteMoreImports.com. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake?
1: Okay, we're still looking at that, uh, on ramp to uh, I 10 westbound from, uh, let me get back to my notes here. Um, if you're on Davis Highway headed to uh, I-10, that ramp going westbound, the left lane is blocked. Crews are on the scene there from an earlier accident this morning where a car slid off the road. There, um, Longleaf Drive is looking good. Pine Forest is good. North Blue Angel parkway checking in clear highway 90 through milton and pace is flowing and uh, looks like highway 98 through gulf breeze Navarre, Winhaven is is looking good so far this morning uh, if you have any traffic tips to report text 437-1620 this is news radio 923 informative local dependable thanks
0: so much jake david wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines david
7: A majority of Americans now support a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. That's according to a new poll put out by Reuters yesterday, showed nearly 70% said the Israeli government should pursue a ceasefire. That included three-quarters of Democrats and half of Republicans. Chinese researchers have found microplastics in the samples of clouds collected from a mountaintop in eastern China, Microplastics are the tiny remnants of plastic created when trash breaks down. It appears they got into the clouds through airflow from highly populated cities. And the Federal Aviation Administration giving SpaceX the go-ahead for a launch of the Starship prototype tomorrow. The FAA announced they'd granted a license for the company's second attempt to launch into orbit.
0: Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. 6.58 on News radio 92.3. Time for future news. That's when Jake and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um, Hylia, Florida has created a Donald J. Trump Street. I kid you not. <laughs> they really have. It's and the best street. It's, it's the biggest street there's ever been. It's the best street. We're making streets huge. great again. Uh, so, yeah, it's huge. It's a two-lane dirt road. No, um, so <laughs> <laughs> my question for you is, how long until James Calkins, Commissioner Calkins, pushes <laughs> for... <laughs> A local street Ugh. renaming in honor of the former president. Oh man, uh, he's already tried to name the bridge, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So how long? <laughs> uh, within the month. Oh, he's gonna make a stink yeah. that we weren't first. He's absolutely gonna make a stink <laughs> that we weren't first about this. Um, more cases are they going to prevail against Skanska? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. I I think that's not even. I mean, not even a question. I think that's the, the way that's gonna work out. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, SpaceX, will they fire off that mission tomorrow? No. You know, I'm going to so. say no to weather. 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 Yeah. Listen on air
3: at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP, Golf, Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.